Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Jesus Calling podcast. When a blizzard struck Western New York just before this past Christmas, pastors Al and Vivian Robinson were expecting the usual winter storm they're used to living in Buffalo. But when their town of Lovejoy lost power and neighbors started getting stranded, Vivian felt God calling her to open their church, the Spirit of Truth Urban Ministry, to help shelter, feed, and tend to the masses. With rescue efforts underway and small miracles piling on top of one another, Al and Vivian experienced the love of God operating in a way so powerful, so moving, that it still brings them to tears when they reflect back on the six days they spent ministering to those in need. My name is Al Robinson, Senior Pastor of Spirit of Truth Urban Ministry. I am the Senior Pastor here at the Lovejoy Campus, and we have been here for 12 years. I'm also a New York State Certified Addiction Recovery Coach, and I'm also a New York State Chaplain from the Chaplain Task Force. My name is Vivian Robinson. I am the Associate Pastor of Spirit of Truth Urban Ministry. I am the proud owner of Lavada Cafe, a barbecued spot here in Lovejoy. How many children do we have now? <laughs> Nine kids, eight grandkids. So we just have a huge family. I have a huge church family. I have a huge family from the blizzard. We're getting ready to just have a Netflix night, another Buffalo winter, another Buffalo snowstorm, and we're going to bunker down. And then the temperature started dropping. Lovejoy lost power. Uh -huh. We lost all electrical power. But our church did not lose power. Uh, the church campus was on and running as though it wasn't affected by anything. Mm -hmm. And I distinctively looked at my wife and I said, Vivian, you know, why would the Lord let us have electricity? Well, everybody around us has no electricity. And then within about 10 hours, we found out exactly why the Lord gave us uh, electricity. We started calling people when we knew the electricity was gone, you know, to check on our neighbors. Uh, some of our neighbors within close proximity of the church, her mom loses juice, so we tried to get out there to grab mom, and uh, it was a no-go because of the visibility was less than zero. I mean, it was just terrible to, to go outside and, and try to drive in, in any capacity. The winds were roaring at 70, 75 miles an hour. The visibility went down to zero. The snow started swirling. And when the temperature started dropping, my wife said, honey, you know, we, we need to open up this church for other people in case they don't have electricity. And I said, let's dance. And so we opened up, she put a, a note on Facebook and it was shared over 1700 times within two hours. The initial wave were, were walkers. They were stuck semi-truck drivers that were stuck on William Street, people that were walking. So these families started coming in and they started coming in uh, and the frequency by which they were coming was increasing, ever increasing every hour. So at this time we're thinking, you know, we got a problem here. We have a catastrophic problem here in the city of Buffalo and we need to do something about this. My phone calls were coming in at around one o'clock in the morning. It was a couple and a friend. She was pregnant 
and she came in and she was just um, crying. The young men were just so cold and just, you can see the tears in their eyes. And all I did was went in the house to find some clothing for them, some socks and blankets and pillows and try to make them get comfortable. And then after that, a mother was stranded. Then she had her children come and her sister and her husband come to try to rescue them, rescue her. And they all got um, stranded and they came and she had blisters going around her ankles. It was terrifying because the blisters looked like third degree burns. And this is from ice, right? Cold sub-zero temperature, wind chill factors. And we've never seen someone swell up like that before ever. Like blisters everywhere all over their legs it was, it was terrifying like warmth, warmth you know right. they needed warmth that first group of people that came here the wailing and crying it, it the, the, the shrilling it was terrible and and that's when you began to understand the gravity of what is going on this isn't a, a traditional buffalo snowstorm you know we're used to getting two three four feet of snow uh in one pop i mean that's just normal here in buffalo but it was far more sinister than that what we didn't know is that this blizzard was going to be a catastrophic loss of life. We had no idea that these factions would intersect with, you know, no electricity, temperatures plummeting, wind chills, negative uh, 24 degrees, wind up to 80 miles an hour in some areas and 12 foot drifts and uh, six foot drifts on the street. It was belaboring just to walk just 10 feet in this stuff, much less than, you know, a few city blocks. We just never expected that kind of catastrophic damage. We got a phone call from a gentleman down in uh, Orchard Park. His name is Bill Class, And we organized four sleds or snowmobiles uh, to come down to Lovejoy to begin extracting and saving people that were stuck in the house. So my wife would get all the addresses of where people are stuck, we compiled a list and we would deploy the sleds out in order to get these people and bring them to the church. One of which was an elderly gentleman. He had an oxygen tank and that tank was going on E. And so we got here, someone else had oxygen tanks. They helped this guy. They were like sharing oxygen tanks. And we had people that were still with heart issues. And I had to call my niece and FaceTime her because she is an LPN to basically direct us on how to handle this man that ha was having heart issues, you know? So it's, we just had to try to figure out the next move on how to do everything. Yeah, children were here without their parents, right? And uh, because they knew where to come, right? They knew that this church was the center of our community and they knew that this church doors were open and they knew that there was shelter, safety, and love here. It was just incredible how how the uh, the spirit of the Lord in my wife was like, you know, uh, vibrating with the people around them where they just fell in sync with what she was doing, what what she was telling them to do, how she was orchestrating things, how she was making things uh, uh, structured it at this church. It was wonderful. We had started getting over 100, 120 people. Neighbors started bringing food that were near us out of their freezers so that we could feed the masses. It was literally a, a two loaves and five fish moment. And it, how this woman made this food last is still a mystery to me. But you and I both know that it was the Lord that, that allowed uh, this to occur. It was something that I've never seen before, but those first 24 hours were 
impactful. My wife and I hardly saw one another. We were running different operations in different locations and it was constant, it was nonstop, and it lasted until the last person left six days later. This is nothing new to us when it comes to serving God's people. And when people are in need, we go over and above to make sure we're taking care of individuals. And we make the sacrifices that God has given us to go out there to get the people that needs our help. And that's what we have been designed to do. We believe that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his will and his purpose. And honestly, God gave us this building he gave us uh, our lives, he gave us our health, he gave us our money. So in our opinion, everything we have already belongs to God. And right. so if, if God asks us to do something with what's his, we have absolutely no problem doing it because it doesn't even belong to me. Right. You know, my life isn't my own. My life is, is to, to go out there and do the will of, of, of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and to make sure it gets done above reproach, you know, in excellence. We want to act that way first so that we can be the example by which other people uh, go by. The truth is, is that not one person picked up a Bible, not 100 of these 154 people picked up a Bible. They looked at us as the Bible. They looked at our lives as to what we were doing. They saw the light of Christ in us. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that is a privilege uh, that, that I hold very near and dear and of, of, of high esteem. You know, that the Lord would pick his humble servants here in Lovejoy to be a part of an operation that saved the lives of 154 people during the most catastrophic storm known in the history of Buffalo, New York. And when he tapped on your shoulder and he said, get up, it's time to move and to open up his doors, there was no hesitation. It was like, okay, let's do this. And we did it. God made sure that he equipped us with all the necessary things we needed to make sure these people were good. I found toothbrushes. What, what one of those blankets, toothbrushes, women's uh, hygiene, yeah, hygiene products. I mean, things were coming you know, out from all different directions. I, I even had popcorn buckets so they can put water in pop. there so they can um, take bird bath. And then I had an 84 year old woman who needed to be bathed. So it went further than that. So it's like just making sure they were really comfortable. I had an 80, uh, um, I forgot her age, but she was in her late eighties. And, you know, I prepared her to lay on the couch and put the blanket over her. And she asked me, she said, are you going to kiss me on my forehead? <laughs> so I kissed her. She said that, that your kiss remind me of my mother when I was younger. And that's something she remembered when she was getting ready to leave. So as she was leaving, I bundled her up and I kissed her on her forehead and told her goodbye. So when the people were here, we cried together. We laughed together. We embraced together. And when they left, I cried and when this room was empty, I even weeped even more because they were no longer here. I was just grateful and thankful that God had used his humble people just to say yes to the call and that we had the opportunity to love on these people and to see each and every last one of these lives that God allowed us to save. And then when the space was empty, it was like, I was grateful that God used us to save each and every last one of these lives. And when these babies and when these families left here, they came and ran up to us and hugged us and they cried because not only did they say we saved their life, 
we have even given the opportunity to see the love of Christ in us, to genuinely show them love, not judge them because of who they were or their lifestyles or or what they had to deal with. I had a young girl call me. She said a drug dealer came to this church, and I guess he was so humble and still came. And after he left and on his Facebook post. He said it was not even about the food. It was about the prayer that changed his life. He said, and the love that these people, she said she was surprised that he would never put nothing like this on his Facebook pertaining to the Lord at all. And he put that on there because he witnessed the love of Christ and, and the love that this church, this little church in Lovejoy demonstrated. We were the living and the breathing Bible in front of all these people, and that's what they witness during their t- during their stay here. And my wife had people everywhere, but they were doing specific deeds, like a, a crew would clean the, the bathrooms, uh, a, a crew would make breakfast, a crew would make lunch. We had everybody here from Nigerians uh, all the way to Polish people to Arabic people. We had people that spoke sign language that we couldn't understand. We had several different languages here, and on Christmas Day. We had food from each and every group of people that made food their way. So it was like a big Christmas gift of flavor, you know, where people uh, would, would, would be eating this food and, and they would rave about how good this food is. But most importantly, they celebrated the gift that Jesus gave them of life. Christmas morning. It was the miracle of all miracles that I have ever seen in my five plus decades of living on this planet. I've never seen something like that where all these people, regardless of language, regardless of of culture, they all came together at a church and and just simply lifted up the name of God because he saved their lives that day. It was the most incredible goosebump inducing thing that I've ever seen. And it instantly re-energized you to go another four or five days. It was just absolutely incredible. Honestly, because I told, because the Lord allowed us to see this, you know, because Buffalo and uh, the world needed to witness Christmas because they needed to witness the birth of Christ, the real meaning for Christmas. Because on Christmas here at Spirit of Truth Urban Ministry, we unwrap joy, we unwrap peace, we unwrap the love of Jesus on Christmas. And that was the perfect and best gift that these people were able to experience on Christmas. And that's the testimony right there. Jesus listens June 15th. It says, My loving God, you are my strength. I begin this day feeling weak and weary, but that's okay. My weakness is a reminder of my dependence on you. I need to remember that it is you that are continually with me, and you will help me as I go along my way. So I take hold of your hand in joyful trust. Asking you to strengthen me and to guide me, I delight in your presence. Help me. Help me to keep moving forward step by step so that I trust you wholeheartedly that you know what you are doing. I'm learning that perseverance and trust make a potent combination. Yes, God. In your strong name, Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this special bonus episode as part of the Jesus Calling podcast. Be sure and follow the Jesus Calling podcast so you can hear more stories. For more information on Jesus Calling and Sarah Young, 
please visit JesusCalling.com or visit us on our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.